Hello, besties. Welcome to Martinez with Eddie. Your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV shows. And um, I'm excited. I'm happy that we finally closed the chapter that is Real Housewife of New Jersey. It was time that we put this season behind and we can move forward. But before we move forward, we need to talk about tonight's episode. The way that this season ended, the way that um, some people on that stage lie. And we have, you know, some tea. We have some tea and some proof that a lot of stuff were played out on the stage just for the cameras. And I'm talking about... You know, the other couch, not the right one. <laughs> uh, tonight, I'm joined once again by somebody who knows New Jersey just as much as I do, and I appreciate her takes. Last week, we had a great, great time, and tonight, we're going to go back into this mess together, and we are going to dissect this episode for you guys, and if you are enjoying the conversation, please Make sure to leave comments on the live chat because we are going to be reading them and answering your question if you have any. So help me welcome to the stage Lindsay from Housewife Historian. How are you doing? Hey, I'm excited to talk Real Housewives with you. I've been itching all day. It's one of those days that we get to enjoy the fruit yes. of our work. <laughs> yes, finally. We've been waiting. What did you think? It was a season of crazy roller coasters, and I'm happy that it's over, but I'm also happy that um, we saw a different take on Teresa on this episode. And I'm saying this because in the previous two episodes, I feel like um, Teresa let Melissa lead the conversation on topics that she had a lot of ammunition and a lot of um, tea and proof that could have, she could have used against Melissa. But she sat back and kind of took it. But now that the husband were on the stage, I feel like she was more confident. And I have a feeling that she was saving her energy for that segment because she didn't want to talk to Melissa. She wanted to face her own brother. Yes, I agree with you 100% with that. I think she wanted to um, communicate with her brother. They grew up together. They're only a few years apart in age. I think they probably have like a special communication bond, just like any of us with our family or close. close. We can read each other's eyes from across the room. You know, if you're in tune with people, you know how they communicate. And I think that that's what Teresa was hoping for from her brother. You know what was really funny? Uh, let's start with a funny take. Uh, there was a moment when, before they started filming, Andy asked Bill Aiden if he needed Botox, and and Teresa jumped like immediately said, "Yeah, you do need some Botox." And I found that so funny because at that point, you know, you can tell that Andy was a little frustrated with the whole setting of the stage, and. You know, Tree took the opportunity to give him a little shade, but I loved it. I think it was really yes. funny. 
<laughs> I thought it was super funny too. I don't know. I posted this week earlier because I came across a post of Evan and Nick B, um, the gentleman who was in a topic over the season, and they were like going to a local place um, in their area getting Botox, and they were promoting it. So I thought that was interesting that Evan and Nick, you know, were hanging out getting Botox together. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I do know for a fact that Joe Gorga. And was it Frank Tiny? I don't know. He they were going to get Botox right before the reunion. <laughs> I mean, so it was I, probably all three of them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I no shade. I am all for all for maintaining yourself, and you know, Botox help. I haven't gotten Botox yet, but I am planning to get some when it's needed. <laughs> I, I want some fillers and some Botox when the time is needed. So I'm good with that. Good for them. And I hope more guys out there see the straight guys can also get Botox. And I'm talking about Joe Gorga and whatever. Yeah. Andy and I are, the you know, very gay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there was a segment during the episode that I found uh, interesting. They were talking about Teresa when she came out of jail. I think that comment was a a little... He, he knew what he was doing. He was trying to humble Teresa in that moment with something that was really deep and painful for her. And uh, I felt like that comment was so unnecessary if he wanted to make a point. But also the fact that, um, you know, he said that he was calling her to hang out. But then Teresa said, you never hang out with me because you guys always said couples only. And they didn't deny that comment coming from Teresa, even though they were saying, we always look for you, but you are never available. It sounds very suspicious. What do you think? Um, I think that you are 100% on that Joe wanted to trigger Teresa. We've talked before about how prison is like very PTSD, especially for like mothers leaving their children. I think the whole thing was traumatic for her. And as soon as you bring that up, it's like a deep, deep spot in her heart. That's why she didn't want it brought up when they were on their trip for her um, wedding bachelorette party and they were going to draw her life. She like literally cried and said, please don't say anything about jail. So... And then we see Melissa selling handcuff bracelets. It's really kind of despicable considering we also have Rachel Fuda's son whose mother deals with addiction. She's been in and out of prison. I mean, like, the, Teresa's not the only person on that stage or affiliated that's been in and out of jail or prison or had mental health or addiction issues. So, I mean, when I saw those photos of Melissa's business, I, I thought they were old pictures. I don't. This, this this is the truth. I don't care for Melissa Gorga enough to go and check for her businesses. I just try to stay on tune of what's happening with the show. But sometimes you run into like pictures and posts that other content creators do, and I saw the post and I was like, "When is this from?" And no, that was recent. So. Mm -hmm. It feels so out of touch with what's happening around the, the group. Like you said, like bringing back and commenting about Teresa going to jail, you know, knowing the, the Fuda's wife also has a history on it. And and we're not saying that, that, oh, my gosh, we need to feel so bad for people because they did something wrong and they're paying for, for, for the consequences of the action. Yes, mm -hmm. but you don't go and make a mockery out of it. And that's how mm -hmm. it feels like 
those little handcuffs were when I kind of put one and one together because what a coincidence that it happens during the reunion where that conversation was going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, like you said, nobody's because I got a comment. It was interesting. It was someone we were discussing about whether Joe Gorga had, you know, given information over to Monica to, you know, ultimately result in the indictment. And someone commented, like, when did it become worse to tell on somebody than the actual person that was committing the crime? And it's like in a normal circumstance, yes, but right now we have a brother and a sister. So if you have a brother that went to the government about your significant other and it resulted in four years of prison and a deportation, then it says something about your brother's character. <laughs> I agree. And um, I think it's interesting in that segment too, um, you know, Louis made a point, um, mm -hmm. which I give him points. I mean, I want people to understand this. I am... I have seen Joe Gorga for many years being extremely disgusting, mm -hmm. extremely disgusting to women, to people. He made comments about everybody in such a derogative way, and he gets away with all the stuff. We see Louis for one season, and somehow this guy is the devil. I'm not trying to defend the guy because I don't know him personally. I have said this before many times. I don't know Joe. I mean, Louis... Uh, in person, or I, I hadn't only known him for what I've seen on the show and a couple of times in events, period. But Joe Gorg has been on our TV for over a decade and he has done horrible things. And horrible. somehow this season, Joe Gorg has said, like, Oh, you are a disgrace, you are a disaster, and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, um, first off, I I'm going to give point to Louis for, for telling Melissa to shut it. He very politely said, this is between yours, uh, you know, Joe Gorga and Teresa. We shouldn't be involved. Points. That's true. The main dramatic issue in this family is not even Melissa. It's Joe Gorga and Teresa. So stay out of the conversation. Good point for Louis. But also, I did not like the fact that... Um, Joe Gorga called Louis a women abuser because, A, we don't know that for facts. So that is a huge accusation. And it's coming from somebody who we saw on TV pushing Melissa to the ground during the Christianing. Yes. Because he was so enraged that he didn't realize that the person that he pushed was his own wife. We saw him calling Teresa over the years garbage, piece of shit, and all this stuff. He mm -hmm. called his own niece a liar and all this stuff and allowed his own wife to call his nieces pieces of shit in a recent podcast, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, why would people give Joe Gorgon such passes? We saw him at BravoCon calling Jennifer Aiden a dirty, you know, B, you yes. know? Yeah. So why would people go out of their way to defend this little gnome over Louis that we only know him for a year and somehow Louis is this horrible person. I I I understand. I think that part of it is Bravo and part of it is 
the narrative, you know, we have to remember Melissa had a head start on Teresa when it comes to social media and building her military is what I call it. Teresa was worried about indictments. They were going to court. Then they were going to trial. Then she went away. Then Joe went away. Then deportation. All those years, Melissa was online building content, building follow, you know what I'm saying? And running her own narrative on Instagram. And Teresa didn't even really know that was happening. So I feel like Melissa like took advantage of social media and got a head start to Teresa and she recruited a lot of people that way somehow. And that's what we've seen like kind of unravel this year on Instagram is more Teresa. You know, you used to not be able to speak out about the Gorgas because people would attack you. If you go back my old videos, people got mad if you talked about them. Now it's a completely different rhetoric. However, people have paid the price for talking bad about Melissa or Marge, you know, like hacked, doxxed. Um, we had another blogger, the real Andy BH. She was demonetized this week. So yes. we're, we're paying the price and and it's crazy. it's crazy. I think that's true. I, I, I'm going to have the real Andy this Friday. He's a really good friend of mine. We were talking about it oh, over DMs. Uh, I was completely shocked when he told me that his, um, uh, you know, channel was demonetized. And it's really sad that we as content creators are paying the price for exposing them. <laughs> and this, this is another part that really gets me going. And I want to make sure that people listen to this because this is like the million times that I'm going to say it. And I'm going to keep saying it until people ingrain that in their brains. Yes. I don't get paid. I'm not in any housewife or Bravo Lab payroll. I wish I was because I want to monetize my business. I want to make money out of this. And when I see comments on my tweets or my post, you are on uh, Teresa's and Lewis payroll and you're getting a paycheck for, I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I wish, bitch. Do you want me to public my taxes? Because I don't get money for any Bravo Lab. I wish yep. I was getting money. So mm-hmm. on tonight's episode, we see um, two sides of the coin about the same topic. On one side, we see Teresa and Louis saying, hey, we got death threats from people. And these people on the other side of the couch started to laugh, started to make jokes about it, started to clap. By the way, why is Joe, whatever, Fuda talking? I didn't, I didn't even know he had like a point. Uh, why was he even talking? Dude, you just got here like last month. Sit down, know your place. You had never been in this show until last season. You don't know what happened before. So take a seat, take a glass of water and relax. And But you, but you see Melissa, you see Joe Gorga, you see Marge clapping and laughing when... when um, when Louis mentioned that threat coming from social media or what, or stalking him or whatever, and then they flip the table, they flip the coin, and they start complaining about smear campaigns about them on social media. I'm like, so it's okay for you guys to complain about it, but when somebody else that is not on your little group, then you make a mockery and, and laugh about it, you know? Yes. And it's really funny that they said, oh, the, the social media hate just started just now. No, 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 no. It's been happening for years. People comment on social media about Housewife for a very long time. My, my, my Twitter is very old, and I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so 
we talk on, on the on on the internet because we watch the shows. Not because we are trying to do any smart campaign. And if anything, I don't know about you, but on my timeline, all I see is hate towards Teresa and Louis back and forth. Especially from some news. I don't want to mention <laughs> names because I don't want to get a season assist. Some number news, page number news, uh, supporting Melissa and Margaret and spitting whatever lies about Teresa. And then we have that other lady with the purple hair streaming for her from her bathroom talking about Louis nonstop. So it's crazy how this started. I never seen anything about Frank Catania or or about Fuda. I don't care about these people. I never heard anything about them. But I hear okay. everything about Teresa and Louis. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. I think that, um, again, Teresa and Joe were big news for a long time. So their issues over were more important than anything that the Gorgas had going on. So it was consistent. There are old articles about the Gorgas not paying their house cleaner, selling fake Chanel's. I mean, the list is endless. But people are like, why didn't I hear about this? Why didn't we know about this? Well, because other stuff was going on and they just slid it under the radar, brushed it under the rug, and nobody knew about it. It. And Louie has had a rough season. He's had a lot of pressure on him. He was dealing with a wedding his first year on a reality television show and then dealing with Joe Gorga. And it doesn't it's not just Joe Gorga. That's the thing. It's not just Melissa or Joe Gorga. They come with a whole machine of people after you like these people are like cult like or something like I, I've never seen anything like it on any other franchise ever. I agree. I completely agree, especially when it comes down to to Louis. I, I yes. honestly, I started to feel even bad for the guy on that <laughs> stage, on that reunion stage, because I can see that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why people read this as weird. The guy was talking normally, but then he gets attacked, yelled at, and then he said something like, your day will come. I mean, yeah, I'm, that means like, hey, dude, like you're talking a lot and you know you have a skeleton in, in the closet. Like you need to chill. Like it's going to come out, you know? Mm -hmm. So it to me, it felt like the other side of the couch sat down, rehearsed this these conversations, decided what to bring on the reunion, decided what topics wanted to do, It's very strange to me that even Fuda somehow has a saying on all this stuff. And him saying, oh, my my wife, whatever. And I do. If you, you sign up for a reality TV show and you are talking about your wife on the show, people are going to try to find her regardless. The, the, uh, the, the bloggers, the, the, the media outlets are going to be interested on knowing about her side of the story that just come with the job buddy come with the job <laughs> louis didn't have to fucking look for her the media is gonna look for her because they're interested on the story that you are spewing on tv on national yes. tv yes yes absolutely and we're hearing rumors that they rehearsed this uh 
this reunion like once a week there was like a meeting there were plans and you can kind of sort of see that with Melissa she has a lot of like one-liners and it's not news that sometimes housewives have people write them one-liners they memorize it and Teresa is so much more emotionally invested she doesn't have the mindset to be making witty comebacks because her heart is like so I think she's so emotional she's so hurt by everything I agree. I want to read this comment because this is really interesting. Uh, um, uh, to, 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 I want to show this before we go to the next question. Kim, you have a good question too. But Deb Trouble Tohi, I hope I said it right. I thought Andy was really unprofessional. Why didn't he scream at Melissa? She's the one who will allow, who wouldn't allow Tree speak. I am going to say something about this. I. I was frustrated with Andy yelling at Teresa when Fuda was talking, especially because Fuda is a new guy, is a house husband. They had no business on that stage because um, I don't watch the show to watch what the house husband have to say in first place. I don't care for any of them. To be honest, I would prefer the show to be more focused on the ladies like it used to be, you know? I understand that Jersey is a different dynamic, but I have been noticing that not only in Jersey, but in other franchises, they are starting to give the husband way too much uh, screen time. Too much. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't watch for the guys. Only if they are shirtless and they're hot. That's all I care about. <laughs> but I don't need to hear the yappity yappity on the stage. None. Mm -mm. Also, I, I feel like it was disrespecting uh, Teresa's uh, OG status. Um, And, like, you know, Melissa was cutting everybody off, too. Whenever Teresa was trying to talk to Joe, who was cutting her off, you know? I did appreciate Andy apologizing at the end because at least he acknowledged his mistake to her. He apologized. He was frustrated. I can understand that part. But I, yelling her because of Fuda? No. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I mean, John Fuda and Joe Gorga have known each other at least from 2005 because I found a photo of them. I posted it on my Instagram a while back. So I feel like he sort of has this idea that he's like grandfathered in. You know what I mean? And Joe Gorga has... I don't know if it's been strategic, but, you know, he's got Frank on his team, you know, and Frank's a long time. He used to be a little bit more in the middle. We weren't expecting... Yeah you know, this. And then now he's got Fuda, who's kind of grandfathered in, you know, allegedly paid up up to $50,000 plus the free tile to get on the show, anything to make the wife happy, allegedly. And I think that's why he thinks he has more say. But why is Andy giving him more say? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the funniest part is like, Andy said like, so Fuda, you have many <laughs> businesses. And I'm like, We um, talked about that. Okay, uh, I want to know what businesses because the only business that I saw them running were their mouth during this season. I did not see any other business, just them running their mouth. And I heard uh, somebody posted on my Twitter when I posted about Fuda uh, talking or whatever. Um, somebody said that I should go and check his um, valet parking business, uh, oh, yeah. the reviews on it. Oh, yeah. Because allegedly are not so great. So I'm I'm gonna try to find out what business is in the first place. Because I don't know. Like, dude, if <laughs> I, I wanna know what business he run because I don't even know. I want now that we're talking about Fuda right here. 
came up with a question. She said, did you see that John never produced his envelope? He never opened it up to show any proof. He just held it. 100%. I said the same thing too. Like, it reminded me of Lisa Rena's uh, Aspen envelope that we never got to see what was in it. I mean, uh, if you're going to bring something to the stage, open it up, show it to us, or just leave it in, in, the, in the dressing room because that was unnecessary and stupid because I can easily go around holding a piece of paper like a buffon and say, like, I have proof that this is just an empty piece of paper. Right. And why does Bravo let them get away with that? Like, I feel like sometimes when it happens in one franchise, then they like replay it in other reunions. Like every reunion, Andy yells at someone now. Like he never used to really do that. I don't yeah. like in the older reunions, but I'm glad he did apologize. Um, John Fuda definitely has a chip on his shoulder, I think, coming in, talking and definitely don't bring in an envelope and not tell us. I mean, that's just bullshit. I, I don't like that. I, like I agree. Uh, this is for everybody out there who wants to be on reality TV or is on <laughs> reality TV or yes. wants to make a point on any situation. Don't bring proof, quote unquote, and just leave it in the envelope because it means absolutely nothing. Nothing. Okay. It's just garbage. That's what it is. Um I wanted to also mention, um, it seemed that the, the Bo Diddle situation was uh, the talk of the day because it, it looks like, like Mia Carla said, that he went after Gorga because um, Joe Gorga keeps talking about him and all this stuff. And he said, like, like, keep my name out of your mouth. I did not do anything. He didn't hire me. And I don't understand how they keep talking about this person when, honestly... The day after the uh, the um, the episode air, they went ahead and and denied it. Obviously, that happened after the reunion was filmed, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the, they they still trying to feed the same narrative even after the, the fact that the person that was supposed to be involved is denying it. So, like, please let's move on from that. Mm -hmm. We heard mo more about him than we did Laura Lee Jensen and Laura Lee Jensen literally provided us the storyline, gave us text messages between Margaret and her. She did podcasts. I mean, she really told us more than a lot of, I mean, a lot of them, to be honest. And they just completely don't, they, no more questions about Laura Lee. I mean, that's strange to me. Yeah. And honestly, I would have preferred Andy calling Laura. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At one point during the reunion, then talking about Bo Diddle and whatever. Exactly. Because it, it, it was a conversation that went for too long. I'm just curious about why is the other side of the couch so afraid to be investigated anyways? Why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? Because I will only be scared and shitting my pants if I have real dirt in my life. You know, yes. if you if you investigate me, the probably the worst that you can find is that I smoke pot in the back <laughs> of my college when it was still illegal. So, <laughs> well, and I was and I was really scared, and I and that was trauma, traumatizing enough for me to stop for a very long time. So that's what I'm saying. I I I, I don't understand it. 
right? Oh. If you are so afraid to be investigated, what are you hiding? And that's coming from the number one person who likes to have an arsenal, you know, ready for her to attack Margaret. We know that. We've seen it over the years. So the fact that she is complaining about somebody looking into her life is a fucking joke. Yes. I could not agree with you more. Um, I like was reading it about Joe and Melissa from an old article and, you know, allegedly the, the rumors about the house, the parents' house and the money. And when they went on this show, they didn't know if Teresa was going to expose them. So there's a lot of scenes where they were like talking about money or the parents where they were already trying to like play defense in case Teresa did say anything. So I think that she's very loyal, but she doesn't necessarily tell them that she's going to go in loyal. So they're a little like, what's going to happen? Because I, I noticed that when Teresa got out from the the couch and look at Joe Gorga, I know your past, like, you know, you have stuff in your past. And I know a lot of people out there kind of assume what she's talking about because he's been talked on the streets for many, many years. Yes. What allegedly Joe Gorga has done in the past, what he did in college, and all this stuff. Like, I don't want to mention what he did in college because we don't have a... It's not factual. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know. But um, but if it's true, it, it's, it's horrible, you know? Um, once again, it goes back to the fact that he called somebody else a woman abuser, which, which is laughable. Um, talking about the, uh, uh, let's put the, the, the Gorgas and Louis and, and Teresa on a little pause here, because we're going to go back to it because I mean, obviously the reunion <laughs> is, is about him, but I want to jump into the other topics of the night. First off, I want to go with, uh, Bill Aiden finally talking on the fact that he goes to the pool house. How, how do you feel about his answer on tonight's reunion? I mean, I feel like Bill gets so much shit and I feel bad for him because he's probably one of the nicest, very well-educated, well-spoken men on and probably the most respectable out of all of them, to be honest. I think that's why they are so hard on him. You know, you're a surgeon, the kind of mental load of having people's lives in your hands every day, day in, day out. You're running your own practice amongst everything else that goes wrong. Like, I think that that's a normal thing thing for a doctor in a high stress job to need time to unwind and i love that jennifer is spending time in the pool house with him you know what i mean like prioritize it i think that's great i i agree with you um when you know we don't know anything that happens behind closed doors in these families right and a lot of people out there assumed that when Jennifer was talking about Bill going to the pool house was like this huge marriage issue. I don't think where people got that idea because it was just how she felt. She felt like he was spending time there when when she wanted him to be out and and hanging out with the kids and stuff. But as Mm -hmm. we saw on tonight's episode, uh, he said, hey, I'm, I'm a doctor. I'm always under stress. I'm always talking to people. You can tell the by the way that he, like you said like his demeanor his uh the way that he spoke is like hey I'm always stressed out so when I go home I I tend to go into like isolation for a little bit because I need quietness you know and if you follow their Instagram if you follow the stories if you follow 
Jennifer and Bill, you can tell that they are a very, very fun dynamic as a marriage, as a couple. Uh, maybe the people who comment on my post, maybe they don't follow them enough to, to know what they're doing on, on, you know, whatever. But they have a very, like, special connection and special bond and love. You can tell the body language don't lie. The eyes contacts don't lie. The way that they talk to each other don't lie. And at least he is honest. He's like, hey, I am trying to do better, but my job is not like a family type of job. It's not the type of job that you go home and you want to play with your kids. It's like the type of job that you want to go home and, and just be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? And Absolutely. Like, I mean, you re it's just like we go home and replay things from our job that stress us out. Or what if we forgot to call somebody when you're a doctor? You're like, what if I forgot to sew somebody up? I mean, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine the stress. And he's honest about it. And he shows up for Jennifer when he needs to. That's what's great about Bill. You know what I mean? He may not be at every single event, but he's there when it counts. He's at every reunion. He's at every trip, you know, that they need to take. So he does take off work and show up when she needs him to. And if he needs to unwind in the pool house who cares that's right i agree the yeah. other topic that i want to go over with you um it's uh, i don't even know why <laughs> he's even involved because I, frank catania honestly he was and once again he's sitting next to joe gorga like joe gorga is his um, housewife i mean that's the only connection that he has in the show right now And yes, people find him funny and all this stuff. But the guy at this point hit the expiration date. He's not dating uh, Dolores. He never was dating Dolores at any point during the show. He came on the show because he was Dolores' ex who was involved in her life. And he made his way into the show doing that. But at this point, Dolores has her man. And based on the job description, he has no business on the show period but somehow he made his way in he sat next to joe gorga that his housewife um the point that i'm bringing up is frankie jr um they tried to make it look like it was uh louis fault or something dark happened behind the scenes and um I want you to talk on it first, and then I'm going to give you my perspective of the situation. Sure. Um, I've always like liked Frank. He was helpful to me whenever I was like getting doxxed, and he did um, help me a little bit get that taken care of, so I definitely appreciated that. I met Frankie Jr. back in October on BravoCon Eve, actually. Um, he was actually coming from work to support Joe Gorga and Frank because they were doing their stand-up. And he was talking about that he had a new job because I think he had to work in the city. He was coming and he was late. But um, I don't know what would possess them to think that they were going to pull that off. I don't know if, if it was Joe's bright idea and Frank just trying to stay in good standing with Joe and trying to stay on the show or maybe they had business together was like, yeah, sure, let's roll with that. Okay, you know, we got, we'll say Dave Catania called me and then we'll say, oh, Frankie, you know, he just left Frankie hanging and we'll add a little bit and we'll film like Why else would you guys do that? Frankie Jr.'s denied it. He's denied it to all about the truth. He's denied it in text message. Dolores denies it. So what? what is it? 
that's that's the the my point too. I felt like it was once again uh, the kahoot that they had before going into the reunion. They, they said, "Let's go after Louis and let's bring anything that we can use to make him look bad," without counting with the fact that maybe Frank Jr. was gonna you know reply to people who were who who, who were asking him. And to be honest. Um, it's just as simple as like, hey, uh, he moved on to a better job. You know, that's what happened. So when um, when Dolores shut that down, I give her props because people were saying, oh, she's intimidated by, by Louis or whatever. I'm like, no, there's no need. Because at the end of the day, the person who might get affected job-wise is Frankie Jr., because no business wants to be involved in this drama, you know, especially a high-level business, the one that Frankie Jr. is aiming to get, um, you know, moving up in his life. So I understand where Dolores is coming from. And I'm disappointed on Frank for taking part of this uh, charade that I'm 100% sure, allegedly, uh, came from Joe Gorga. It all that makes sense because if you watch the clip, the person who's forcing Frank Catania to talk about it is Joe Gorga. He's the one who asked because Andy asked Joe uh, Frank, like, how's Frankie doing? And he's like, oh, no, he's not working with Lou anymore. <laughs> Period. He didn't say anything else. And then and then Joe Gorga's like, so what happened? I'm like... Who are you, you little little guy? Are you the producer? What's happening here? Um, I completely agree with you, but I was shocked to see the scene that they had filmed in May previously where they were talking about it. I'm like, did Frank forget that he filmed that with Joe or did he think it wasn't going to make the cut? You know what yeah. I mean? And also, I mean, it just it's so easy to check timelines by exactly. looking at somebody's social media. Yes. And if you go to uh, Louis's son, Louis, uh, they went to the garden, the Martian Square Garden, in November. You know, Polly, it was Polly, mm -hmm. Polly's son, Brooklyn, um, uh, Louis and Louis, you know, Louis's father and son, mm -hmm. and, and Frankie Jr. And Frankie Jr. left a comment on that photo that is dated November, I think it's 22... 2022 it was in november 2022 he said what a great night Aww. so this conversation or 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 this scene that frank and 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 gorga film is all the way to the summer so the timeline is not fitting <sighs> if if frankie jr felt in some kind of way about louis or betray or whatever he wouldn't be hanging out with them in november doesn't no. make any freaking sense. None at all. At all. I think that, like, you know, Louis might be, like, hard to get a hold of sometimes. I think him and Teresa, like, travel a lot and he has a lot of stuff going on. And, like, maybe something happened and, like, Frankie couldn't get a hold of him for a couple of days and it worried him. So he said something to Frank and Frank said something to Joe and they just snowballed it and fabricated it. And if Joe Gorga is fabricating with Frank Catania, he is surely fabricating with his wife, their scenes. I agree. Also, I mean, a lot of people were saying, uh, oh, 
it's easy for Frankie Jr. to protect his uh, job, to, you know, deny any wrongdoing from Louis. Yes, that's a possibility. But then if you see them hanging out, <laughs> out and about, that doesn't match. Because no. you can say, yeah, it was a great experience, but you don't hang out with somebody who did you wrong. Exactly. Like that, that's just common sense. I'm not going to hang out with somebody who did me dirty. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It's ugh, frustrating. What about Gia? We're going to talk about Gia. This, well, I figured. That, that was my next topic. Okay. Gia. Okay. Because that's a big one. Um, that is. How low is to bring up your niece into the conversation make it seem as she told you to leave your wife and i don't think that neither melissa nor joe were counting with teresa calling gia <laughs> me either me either did you see their faces oh yeah Body language. They, their their faces were like looking to the floor looking to the side, waiting for the mm -hmm. phone call, waiting for Gia to pick up, hoping that she, she didn't pick up. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like 30, the longest 30 seconds for them. I mean, I yes. It's it's sad that you have to get to that point. And it's really interesting. I thought we weren't gonna be talking about the children or whatever. And they brought it up. And I don't care what anyone says. If you, I, I don't, I don't listen to Melissa's podcast. I don't have the time to listen to garbage. So, <laughs> I saw a clip posted by uh, I think it was all about truth mm -hmm. um, from Melissa's latest podcast, where she said that Margaret's son is not interested on the on, on the cameras or the drama. That he's not one of those kids. Uh, those, those shitty, those pieces of shit kids with like confessionals. You know exactly who she's talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me that? I mean, you, uh, you didn't lie about your own niece when you're calling them shit on your podcast. I mean, like, please, please, please. I mean. I'm happy that Teresa was quick enough to say, I'm going to call Gia, and she got her phone and called her. Because somebody needs to check the gorgas. Somebody needs to check them, and, and Gia is not afraid to check her uncle. We saw it last season. And the fact that people are saying, oh, why is Gia has to uh, be involved well, the Menzos, last time I checked, were involved on every single reunion. Mm -hmm. I remember clearly even when one of the Menzos told um, Teresa, that, well, I don't know, a, a word that she used in a blog. Like, can you Lauren. define? Yeah, yeah, Lauren. there you go. Lauren Menzo was sitting right next to Caroline at a reunion. So I do not understand why people keep complaining because last time I checked, Gia is 22. And she was on this show before Melissa. So please take several seats. <laughs> several. So uh, the fact that, that she had the opportunity to talk to Andy, to explain her side of the story and make her uncle look like 
trash on national TV because he deserved it for trying to paint her as a liar. Yes, I agree with you. And I think that that was must have been their Hail Mary, like because everyone's super protective of Teresa's children because we've watched them over the years and we've watched them grow up and we share clips of them when they're little and we're, you know, we still see Gia and Milani and all the kids and, you know, they're doing great. And every that's what everyone ultimately, I think, really wants for Teresa's kids, regardless of how they feel about Teresa and Joe. So when you start bringing in the kids and doing like stuff like that, people, they don't like that. Viewers do not like that. And they're going to get a lot I of backlash agree. for it. A lot. It just, uh, honestly, it's, um, it makes me really sad to see how the Gorgas keep complaining about Teresa even just saying that um, Melania felt sad or hurt that Antonia didn't make it to her 16, you know? And somehow that was, oh my gosh, Teresa is so evil for doing that. But yet they've been out in that uh, podcast, whatever podcast on Melissa display. runs. <laughs> on display. <laughs> yes, on display, whatever you call. Oh, uh, um, talking about them, like, 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 like calling the names and saying that if if it wasn't for them, they wouldn't be eating or whatever. I'm like, that is disgusting. That is disgusting. So I do not blame Teresa for telling them, I don't want to talk to you ever again. You are trashing her husband. You are trashing her daughters. Why would she want to talk to you? Why would she want to give you more free storylines? Go back to your little crooked house. It kind of looks like jail on the outside. If you've ever like been past the county jail, sometimes they have like the windows that are like darkened, so you can't see in, but you can see out. And their new house kind of has that feel. Somebody pointed that out to me, so I was like, <laughs> uh, "I used to call it the the crooked Harry Potter ha- ha- Harry Potter house before they did the the new remodeling because people were calling him out that it was ugly and crooked. I mean." The inside, those black chandelier, they, uh, they look like the mentors from freaking ha- Harry Potter. And then the outside looked like a crooked Harry Potter house. Um, it was, it, it just went with the theme. But, I mean, they finally redid it and all the stuff. Good for them. I mean, that's great. But it kind of reminds you of another thing. I mean, Joe Gorga keeps saying, oh, you guys are trying to, like, smear my image. But last time I checked, you were using fake remodeling photos to sell homes back in 2020 and 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 it was on fucking like like uh abc news and stuff like that so and that has live (laughs) i was live in the comments the pit the people were pissed they were people because they were saying like um uh, you know, if this is your house, like prove this is your house. And they're like, we did. We've commented. We've DM'd him. We want him to take it down immediately. Like this isn't even our house. I mean, they were very, very, very upset about it. Very. I upset agree. About I it. mean, uh, I mean, we, uh, nobody has to do any smear campaign. You do that on your <laughs> own, do yourself. Like for real. Like, like is he like is he even serious? Like. We don't need to do any smear campaign. 
when mm -hmm. you are doing it all on your own. And just because uh, Gorga hasn't gone to like uh, a court or, or a way or anything like that doesn't mean that he hasn't done some questioning stuff business-wise, you know? We saw that um, kitchen company calling them out on social media and people had the audacity to still defend the Gorgas <laughs> over a small business, a local small business. Like how... I mean, how brainwashed can you be that when the business is posting on their social media, hey, when are you going to pay our $16,000? And so people say, oh, that's a fake account. No, it's a real account. And then when you prove that that it's the real account, somehow it's a different excuse. I'm like, I don't like to talk about with dumb <laughs> people. I hate it. I think that's part of her machine. Those are part of her machine. Those are cousins. Those are cousins' cousins. Those are the cousins' neighbors and their hairdressers and their nail, nail techs and all of these people. Because I went on a Joe Gorga's Instagram and like five-day-old post, there were so many comments. I mean, just so many mean comments. I really think social media has made a turn. I agree. Um, also, didn't we... We were being literally attacked, <laughs> content creators, at the beginning of uh, Housewife of New Jersey by their camp. Many, including yourself, got doxxed, uh, accounts were shut down, a content creator got demonetized, uh, and that's not coming from Teresa's camp. Let's make that clear. Right. Yep. So absolutely not. When they when they talk about smear campaigns and stuff, I laugh because the more I think about it, the more I realize that there were more very damaging posts about Teresa and Louis than anything that was posted about Melissa or Joe Gorga or even Mar Margaret. Nobody cared about Frankie Catania's business. Nobody's investigating or doing a smear campaign against him. Nobody is doing that. And Joe, John Fuda and, and Rachel Fuda, like, 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 come on. Like, 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 um, like, what's it called? Well, like Louis said, I don't even know who they are. You know, I don't know who you are. It gave me the same energy as Lisa Vanderpump in Vanderpump Rules saying to Stassi, like, you're not important enough to, hey, sit down. <laughs> I mean, I love that. But honestly, I feel like what happened was they had this, allegedly they had the men's like housewife husband's deal done behind the doors, you know, with a three letter network and that everything was good. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And we all logically know that that's because of BravoCon and the way that Joe acted. But I think in order to like not make the other Joe and Frank put all the blame on Joe Gorga. He was like, no, no, they canceled us because of the smear campaign that Louis putting on us. And he flipped it. Do you see what I'm saying? He played them like, oh, no, it's not my fault that we lost our deal. It's Louis's fault. Uh, somehow everything's going to be Louis's fault from now on. Yeah. I literally read people commenting on the uh, kitchen saying that it was Louis's fault. I'm like, yeah, because Louis was the one who uh, told Joe Gorga to not pay them money. Like, what? 
I think that people were scared of them, just like we get attacked, just like Teresa has been attacked by her family for 10 years. People in that area don't want to deal with, they want to keep their kneecaps too. So I think even when they owe people money, people don't want to say anything because they're, they're scared too. They get backlash from. I, I mean, it's also interesting to see Frank and Tanya and Joe Gorga talking about credibility when we've seen them. You know, we, we know Frank Atania's issue with his, uh, you know, a low, you know, he, he, he was removed from being a lawyer. Uh, we know that uh, Joe Gorga was caught lying many times this season. He lied about Dina's husband talking to him. He lied about uh, Gia calling him to do all this stuff. He lied about Frankie Jr. having an issue with uh, Louis. And that's just this season. I'm just talking about reasons so people have an idea what I'm talking about. If we want to go back over 10 years, we can point out a lot of stuff. Yes, so, I agree with you. I'm just really sad. One thing, that I, one thing that I'm very disappointed on this reunion was the fact that uh, Jennifer didn't have the opportunity to call out the women abuser that Joe Gorga was at BravoCon. Yes. Because that happened, yes. you know, before the arena was filmed. She never had the opportunity to face Joe Gorga and have a sit down and tell him how she felt. So I think Andy or the producer or Bravo made a big mistake not to touch on that topic. It felt to me that they were trying to protect the Gorgas just yes. because they were going to like go like blazing against Louis, but I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm hoping sending this as manifesting it. I want to have Jennifer Aiden on my podcast so she can tell everybody her side of the story because there are way too many topics that they didn't touch that involve her this season that she needed to have a voice on, you know. Yes. So let's manifest that. Let's, let's put yes. it into the universe. I would love that. And I feel like we're getting shorted as viewers because we only get 43 minutes an episode as it is. And we didn't really get to see a lot about Jennifer. We didn't really see even a lot about Margaret or I just felt like there was a lot. Maybe it was purposely left like loose ends so that they it makes us eager for them to start filming and what come makes, back. Is it yeah. like a mental thing they did on purpose <laughs> 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 to make us I mean, come back? Um... <laughs> I mean, Margaret said like two things, and wasn't she so like uh, like upset with Louis, and she only had like one word to him, like <laughs> like all this energy that she had before, it was like, where did that go? <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. We're gone. back to talking about Joe, you know, going to the bathroom with her. I'm like, we're always just like talking about like something weird, nose hairs, ear hairs, bathrooms, and showers, and like what. <laughs> Good. It's uh yeah she was very quiet and she, I think even Rachel Fuda spoke more than she did on this reunion which is very yeah. like eyebrow raising because she didn't have anything going on beside the the two episodes with the adoption and this random fight with Danielle you know? <laughs> right I, I'm like I was surprised. <sighs> Uh, what did you say last week? You were like, Andy had to ask her if she had a nanny because there's like no questions left. She was like oh, yeah. so boring. There's no questions. <laughs> Literally, he asked 
read your food and she had a nanny and she's like no and he was like oh you're making me feel bad because i have one and i'm like what kind of question is that like and they like shoot to danielle oh sorry yeah like instead of wasting our time about a nanny ask jennifer aiden how she felt at BravoCon. <laughs> we want to know that we don't care about the nanny i know i wonder if like they do and they just cut it like i just wonder how much gets cut i don't know no it, do it was never on the table never i can say that 100 percent. like it was mm. never even brought up and That's jennifer so tried to but it wasn't it was impossible to, to to talk about it because everything was going back to the whole boat diddle whatever and melissa and Teresa and stuff so we that didn't was, even yeah. really hear much of an explanation about the making out with the guy like did you i mean did i miss that somewhere like we didn't really hear like Joe and Melissa be like confronted together much as like a couple or I don't know. She didn't really, she would, did you hear much about that? Did I miss it? Hmm? No, no, nothing. It was, it was, uh, they just talked about the cheating rumor for like five seconds and they kept, kept it moving. Yeah. That's they were so laser focused on this person, uh, investigator person that I like, I heard too much, and he already said that he didn't hire him. So why would keep digging our heels on this dead horse? Yes, I agree. Because hundred percent. What else? It was I don't understand. What else? It was needed to be said when he said it twenty times. I did not hire the personal, the private investigator. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. I and think it doesn't a... mean that. No, <laughs> Sorry, I mean, go ahead. I, was gonna, I just was gonna say, like, just because he said it doesn't make it true or false, whatever. People, oh, we uh, we're gonna take his word for for what it is. Yes, we're gonna take his word for face value because what else are we gonna do? Dancing around in circles or around the same topic. Mm-hmm. When I there's so you. much out there that we can talk about. Once again, Jen being attacked by Joe Gorga and Melissa at BravoCon. I'm gonna keep saying this because people forget about it and i don't want people to forget the type of people these people really are i agree with you and i think bravo wants us to forget about it but you know melissa saying bye-bye and calling them losers was exactly how she acted at the gansevoir when she saw jennifer so just like replay her in the finale she was just like that at the gansevoir yelling loser and bye-bye what is wrong with you lady (laughs) unnecessary (laughs) That was God. that was terrible. Also, um, I want to mention though, Pixagate real quick because he was Thank talked you. about on tonight's episode. Um, is I think, I think uh, it was the dumbest uh, storyline again. Um, but allegedly, Gorga felt offended because it was his idea. But last time I checked, he. Wasn't it that somebody else's idea? And actually, somebody from Jersey has the same prototype or something, and yeah. he brought that idea to Louis. My question is, how the hell Joe Gorga feels like he was scammed from that money or that thing when Louis and Teresa can't even sell those ovens because 
the open idea was somebody else's idea, allegedly, <laughs> because I don't want to get sued. But, you know, if you look around, you find out that the Gorga were at the party of this pizza place in Jersey. You know, they had the same, same prototype of the oven that they actually sell. Mm -hmm. So, and if my memory doesn't fail, for Gorga to feel like so hurt that he was uh, kind of like ripped off of this idea, I would say, okay, maybe if maybe if Louis and Teresa are selling the ovens and making money out of it, that makes sense. But the ovens are in a warehouse <laughs> that they can sell it because of what happened with whatever I don't, I don't i don't i mean i'm not sure if it's a prototype issue i'm not sure if it's a copyright issue a trademark yeah. issue i don't know but for some reason she can sell those stuff so for Jogra gorga to feel so bad because he feels like louis ripped him off and like I, the the person who put the money into the business was louis the person who lost money was louis you just were there for the ride you just came to him because he had the funds to fund your idea that allegedly was taken from somebody else right. it doesn't make a lot of sense because it's like first of all louis actually helped you out because you would have lost money on it because there is an issue so hypothetically joe if you wanted to invest and you invested 125,000, guess what you'd be out the 125,000 because the ovens can't be sold because you may or may not have taken the idea from somebody else how does that That's person right. feel i mean it, the logic once again once again there was no logic behind None. this pizza oven argument or I don't think it was such a big deal to break trust. If anything, mm. I, if I was Louis, I would be so fucking pissed because <laughs> I just put thousands of dollars on something that I can make a dime off. A dime. They're sitting on a, a warehouse because they can <clears throat> sell it. I'd be so freaking pissed. Yeah. And it was like Joe Gorga's contact. It was like one of... I, I don't want to get you a cease and desist, but allegedly it was like a family members of Melissa that had the vendor in China, the manufacturer, I'm sorry, in China. And that's why Joe Gorga came to Louis, you know, because he already had the manufacturer too. So that guy profited off Louis buying $250,000 in pizza ovens, right? I mean, it makes sense. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, it's crazy how um, there's so many details that people forget. Yeah. So many like loose ends that people just don't pay attention to. That they just jump with whatever they are fed to on TV. And yes. like it's okay, you can watch the show just for the entertainment. But if you are going to engage in a on a conversation about some specific topics that require to have knowledge of the background of the story, do your homework and look for the answers. And it's okay. You can be Tim Melissa and and Tim Gorgas. That's your prerogative. But when people are showing you proof that your team is being, you know, <laughs> playing it for the TV, don't get mad. <sighs> oh. 
Don't I mean, tell mad. it to them again. I know. Like, tell them one more time because they didn't hear you in the back. Say it louder. They didn't hear you. I'm just saying when people bring you proof that your team is just playing for the, the TV, don't get mad. <laughs> I mean, let's just be for real. I mean, this is reality TV. This is for entertaining purposes. <laughs> this is to have a laugh. But at the same time, um, we do get involved in these people's life because that is also part of the magic of reality TV. So um, there are going to be people who support the other couch, yeah. and that is fair. But I'm always on the winning team, and that's on period. <laughs> I feel like real Andy BH, he always said it best because he was like, you know, everyone's entitled to have their own queen, you know? Like, it's fine. And I always appreciate that, and I always tell people that on my channel too, but I'm with you. I'm still going to be over here. On the trade team, the winning team. That's right. <laughs> Just saying, if you want to go play JV, Melissa has openings. <laughs> Do you know how to, are you good at social media? <laughs> um, I want to I wanna talk about the end of the reunion since um, we already got to the point where Teresa stormed off the stage. Um, she walked off because she felt so uh, disgusted by Joe Gorga talking about Gia. And I want to say something because I saw comments online and I had to call somebody out because if, and I'm going to say it, if you had the opportunity to watch the episode before everybody else, keep some comments to yourself. You know, don't be, don't be spoiling it for everybody. I'm saying this because I've seen people who get too excited when they become insiders and whatever. <laughs> it's okay to give, like, I, I, when I watch the episode, I get excited and I say, like, some kind of, like, funny stuff. Like, I watch the episode, you're going to be, you know, my, your mind's going to be blown. Just because I want people to watch the episode and then we come here and chat about it. But if you watch the episode... And then you start spilling every single detail before everybody else watch this stuff. A, it's quite annoying because people want to watch it and experience what you experience too. The, the same feeling of like, okay, I'm walking into this not knowing what's going to happen. And then you also don't want producers and Bravo to come after you because you are stupid enough to be talking <laughs> about stuff that haven't aired yet. So with that said... When we got to the back of, uh, you know, when Teresa walked the back, uh, her makeup artist was waiting for her and Gia was on the phone. People, are, people were trying to insinuate that the phone call from Gia was approved, that the, the call on the stage was uh, produced. It was planned by Teresa and Gia. No. Let me debunk that immediately. When she walked to the back, the makeup artist was not on the phone with Gia immediately. She called Gia or Gia called her because she wanted to check on Teresa. She wanted to make sure that she was fine because she knew that she was upset. And it doesn't matter where she was. Some people are saying, oh, if she, what young person is going to call uh, their mom at the reunion uh, from Coachella, from the resort. I'm like, guess what? If I know my mother is having a 
terrible time somewhere and I'm aware of it. I don't care where I am. I'm walking out wherever I am and I'm going to make sure that she's okay. That's just what, let me check, kids, parents, and kids and parent relationship do. If my mom knows that I'm having a bad day, she's going to call me for whatever she's at and vice versa. So I don't know why anyone will question Gia calling back to make sure that Teresa is fine. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, I'm, people probably don't realize Priscilla's been doing Teresa's makeup for years and years. She was with um, Teresa the whole time Teresa was single. She's been around her children for years and years. So Gia being all the way at Coachella, she probably wanted to talk to somebody that was there that knew there. like, you know, Teresa was probably going in and out of makeup. They had a lunch break, bathroom breaks. Priscilla was probably privy to what was going on. So Teresa, or so it would make sense that G would want to speak with her to check on her mom. Because who else is she going to call? She can't call Aunt Melissa. She can't call Uncle Joe. She can't call Louie because he's on stage. Oh. I agree. I, I, I felt like it was very strange for people to question <laughs> that part. Uh, I also make me feel like they were trying to say the the Gia said something uh, on that phone call and she didn't say anything. She was just checking on Teresa. She was just saying, did any other housewife say anything about me? Meaning like the other couch, because obviously I'm sure that she's very aware that Melissa has her minions talking for her too. So all those questions seems to me very valid. And then after that, um, Andy walks in and uh, he talks to Louis and he said, like, out there, they're trying to, like, make some implications about you. And he said, like, well, that's sad. Like, who cares? Like, uh, okay. <laughs> and um, and he pretty much ends, the reunion pretty much ends right there until, once again, John Fuda tries to make a scene. When... Um, when Louis trying to at least be a decent person, trying to like you know approach, uh, what's his face, a uh, Frank Catania to say like you have my war, I'm not investigating you. Then he goes to to uh, the little nugget, uh, <laughs> little Smurf, say like you know I wish you well because you know he said that he doesn't want to talk to him. He's like okay, I mean he's not gonna right. fucking chase him. Like I I. I have a feeling that deep inside, Joe Gorga felt like if I go into this place uh, hoping that Louis is going to chase me around because he wants me to be brother with three, he's going to do it. He's like, oh, no, you don't want to talk to me? Good riddance, bitch. <laughs> I mean, can't blame him. Uh, Not at I, all. <laughs> you can't blame him at all. And I think you're right. Joe Gorga, like, once. Joe Gorga like needs to feel like he's more like he's the cool guy. He's the funny guy. He's the cool guy in the group, the, the good looking one. And if you don't adhere to his, you know, narrative, then he doesn't like you. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't like you. Freaking stupid. Uh, once again, <laughs> John Fuda went and kept saying, like, oh, you come to my wife. I'm like, dude, like, come on, like, like shut up. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, you have no, no storyline whatsoever. You're no. not, you're the new guy. Like, shut up. Nathan is so cool. Nate is so cool. He is a guy who's good looking. He sat there. He talked a couple of times. He knew his place. He kept it to yeah. himself. He kept it going. But then this, I, I feel like he was 
trying to like um to uh to have like a casting for next season you know like please don't cut us we we have drama going on i'm like we just had lipo sit down (laughs) he's like i just had lipo i just got my jaw on maybe he's the one who needs uh no but he doesn't need botox he needs fillers in his freaking face i don't know oh it's just like i honestly do not like the fact that once again, I, I and I had said this before, not just about the food, but about other people and different franchises. I do not like when you have nothing going on during the whole entire season and then you somehow have this big explosive behavior at the reunion. Or you came into the show with an agenda. Like I said before, with that lady on Beverly Hill, Diana Jenkins, she came in guns blazing against Sun for no reason. That's how mm-hmm. I felt on this reunion about Fuda. He had absolutely no business to be so upset when the one that was trying to be like the master puppeteer, the uh, Papa Smurf, he, he, at the end, he was like, okay, let's take a shot. I, I, it was all for the show. It was all a show for him, you know? Yes. I'm just happy that at this point, I have a feeling that Teresa is done with them. And... I don't know how production is going to do it. I don't know what they're going to try to do. But I, I don't think she's willing or want to film with the Gorgas anymore. I don't know either. It didn't look good. I mean, everything we've seen, it's not been good in the headlines. And it seems to just continually be getting worse online. Every single day, it gets a little bit worse. And people are talking about that the, you know, RHO and Jay's been removed from Melissa's Instagram. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I have not. Yeah, I guess it's like removed from her and Joe Gorga's Instagram profiles. So I don't know if that means something or not. I mean, I I do not believe the rumors that uh, Margaret and Melissa were fired. Those were rumors created by a fan account and Twitter. And, you know, people start retweeting and taking it seriously. Uh, That's another thing. Yes. But um, I do believe that a change needs to be done for the show to move forward. So we will definitely find out later on. I mean, they are probably going to start filming in the fall. Obviously, nothing has been said. But um, Andy said it himself. This is not some kind of special pause or like we are on pause. No, the the franchise is just taking a quick break and they're going to start filming very soon, too. You know, mm-hmm. same thing happened with um with Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Everybody was freaking out because yep. they said, oh, they're going on pause. No, they just took a little break because the only way for a franchise to move forward is to give some time for the people to cool off and see what happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I... I I I don't think Teresa is going to get over the drama with the Gorgas. I don't think she's going to be like, "Okay, let's let's film like nothing happened." I highly doubt it. The Gorgas and and Teresa are pretty much done, and I want to see what Bra is going to do moving forward. I mean, I'm interested to see what they're going to do as well. I feel like they're scared to lose a fan base because they think that Melissa and Joe maybe bring a lot of fans. But at the same time, like Andy coddling up to them, it felt like he was doing it to like help them in the press because it's been so bad. But why? I still just don't understand the loyalty of like Bravo to Joe and Melissa versus Teresa. 
I don't get it either. Neither. But if I was a producer, I would try to keep the people who actually has brought real storylines to the show. I'm just saying that. <laughs> take it for what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take it for what it is. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lindsay, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Anything that you want to plug, anything you want to say, uh, the stage is yours. Um, I just want to say that it has been disappointing watching Margaret and the women be so hard calling, you know, Jennifer a drug addict and um, going after, I don't know. It just felt like it was really nasty on the other couch and to like go after content creators has not been something um i've i think that's really really dark and it really muddies the water for the real housewives franchises all the way around because we're kind of paying a price and it's not fair to the content creators so i don't know hopefully these bot farms and all of this will end after this season as well regardless of how we move forward but Follow me on Instagram, HW Historian and the number two. I'm excited that we got to chat again today. It's always so fun to come on your podcast. No, thank you for coming on. I'm, I, I'm so excited we got to uh, do this uh, recap mm -hmm. right after the episode because we our feelings and our emotions are at the highest level. So I don't have to go to bed and come back tomorrow and kind of like have my my tongue. Like I have to bite my tongue because my emotion had like more level. No, I'm gonna go off. So for us to go off, we have to do it right after. So I appreciate you for coming on right after the episode. Uh, yeah. Thank you for always, uh, you know, saying yes to my invitation to come here. Mm -hmm. And we will definitely do this again. Hopefully, yes. uh, there's a franchise that we can also talk about. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, you guys, if you guys are listening. Uh, please, please, please go follow us on our social media platforms. The best way to support us is just by simply following us or liking our post or sharing our post. Uh, in my case, you can please, please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can come back whenever I do a recap or have a guest. Like I said before, I'm manifesting a couple of people coming on really yeah. soon. So, um, yeah, just go to my YouTube channel, subscribe. Go to my podcast, Martini with Eddie, and subscribe and rate because the best way for us to survive in this sea of content creators is by you leaving some love on our podcast. Also, if you want the extra tea, the hat, hat tea, you can find it on my Twitter account, Martini with Eddie, and on Instagram. And if yeah. you like some merch, you can go to martiniwitheddie.com. I have the Martini shop right there. And with that said, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed New Jersey this season. Uh, let's see what happens next. Uh, more Housewife, more Bravo shows, more tea is coming. And like I always say, before I go, I say bye, bestie. So uh, you're going to help me say it this time. Okay, I'm going to yes. count to three. Okay, Lindsay? Yes. One, two, three. Bye, bye besties. besties. So cute. <laughs>